uh, we're gonna get right into it because we got uh, we got a summer series race ne- last week to talk about, and mm-hmm. uh, we can talk about yes um, this weekend if you want. Uh, anything new coming out? I'm gonna I'm gonna open up the Kickstart. Hang on. No, not that I can think of. I don't know. The uh, the mini JRX2s came out. Yeah, I see. I saw that. So if you're in the uh, uh, western Iowa, Nebraska, northern Kansas, southern South Dakota, I guess we could even lump in southwest Minnesota, just just as a general area. Mm-hmm. Uh, come come buy Jarek's twos from us because <laughs> I I ordered forty eight of them. <laughs> I ordered. A can lot. you buy them online, like through e-commerce? Uh, you can dig, you can get them on hobbytown.com, but it won't come from our store. Oh. It doesn't work like that anymore. But, uh, yeah, I ordered 48 of them thinking that they were going to be hot cakes. I, I still think they are. I just think that, um, uh, we sold six that I know of as of Sunday. Yeah. Well, at least you're all stocked up for Christmas. That's true. Well, they'll be gone before Christmas. Yeah. I think Usually so. Usually now is like the holiday early buy, isn't it? Mm, no, they haven't done any of those yet, but it's getting close. I think, um, Eric Jarman, one of our Patreon members, he, he actually bought three of them, one of each color. Nice. Yeah. That's pretty so, cool. That was pretty cool. I still need to get mine. I, uh, yeah. what were you going to say? You're one of each color. Yeah. I think, I think my plan was to never open the red one play with the blue one and display the black one. I think that was my plan. Yeah. Yeah. Why the red one? Well, the red one's the original color. Oh yeah. So I, I kind of keep that one in the box. The black one, I, my first race car was a Jarex pro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. Oh, I love it when it's cold. Oh, it's so good. I brought a can of uh, ice because I knew that my kickstart was going to be warm because it's so hot out today. Yeah. I built my uh, my DR10M. I just need to get electronics for it now. And I think, I think I'm going to break down and get a DRK. ESC. It's a DRK. It's the McClan. Oh, um, yeah. speed controller where you can, it's got like a, like a launch control. So you can, you can really dial in, um, it's acceleration. It. You just pull it and it runs its program pretty much. Yep. Pretty much. And, uh, so I, I got to save up for that and uh, I need a new motor anyways. So how much is that speed control? 239 bucks from the new one. We've got the old ones for one ninety nine. I marked them down to one ninety nine, mm-hmm. but the new ones have the Tim Smith programming in it. I guess. Mm. Do you have to? Uh, does it come? You have to use a laptop with that, or can you use a programming card? Either or. Oh really? Yeah. Does, does the programming card have the same features as the laptop? I think so. I think it's Bluetooth. Mm. Pretty sure. So you can like download the app on your phone and do it. Oh, that's cool. I think that's how that works. Yeah, I just kind of want to learn how to do it too. That's another reason why. Yeah, I bet the plug-in method is going to be a way, that, like, like without using your phone, it's going to be a thing of the past. I bet. Well, I uh, agree. 
Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I need to get the Hobby Wing Bluetooth thing for all my off-road ESCs. Mm-hmm. Then uh, it's been a while. We 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 obviously last last Monday was our Monday off because uh, it was the first Monday of the month. And even though we don't have the, I don't have the Monday meetings anymore. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's just nice to have a Monday off every once in a while. No, oh, you don't have the Monday meetings anymore. No, I know. That's no, they're cool. they're actually Wednesdays now. Yeah, right. but uh, um, I did interview my dad. I told everybody that. So last Monday, um, I actually drove. I drove to Jefferson, Iowa, which is like two hours. Then picked him up. Then drove him back here, and then the intent was to like take him out to eat, and then and then do the interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we were kind of running late. I, w- I woke up an hour late, you know, as always. Um, <laughs> so then we did the interview. So then I was going to take him out to eat anyways. Well, then he's like, nah, I don't really need anything to eat. So then we started driving. We kept going back and forth as to whether or not we're going to get something to eat or not. And uh, we ended up not doing it. So it was eight hours of driving because it was two hours there, two hours back, two hours for the interview, two and a half hours, then two hours there, and then two hours back for me again. Mm-hmm. So I would just like to thank... I actually mean this too. I would like to thank our Patreon members because I used some of the uh, internet money to pay for the gas. Nice. And I won't be doing that for a while again. Mm-hmm. Cause that's, that was, that was tough. That was a lot of driving in one day. Mm-hmm. Worth it though. Worth yeah. it. Uh, the interview will be out on Patreon soon. You guys are going to get it for 30 days. So, so if you're not a Patreon member and you want to get in, uh, listen to what my dad says, on the Father's Day Patreon special, uh, get on Patreon and give us some money. Hmm. Right? Right. Internet money. Internet money. Hey, did you know that uh, this show is sponsored by Pivot Lending Group? Really? Yeah. Oh. And uh, if you mention our show to Don Zoller or Aiden Olson's dad at Pivot Lending, um, and then you get through a uh, home loan refinance. You can get $500 letter credit or 0.125 off your interest rate just for listening to our show. And you better hurry. Yeah, you got to lock in that rate. But yeah. Is it like the buy now or uh, right now, buy later or something like that? Yeah. Uh, you get a rate. Shop and, and, shop and lock. Yeah. Lock and, lock and shop. Lock and shop. Going to shop mad locks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh before we get into before we get into race results, you know, from the last couple of weeks or so, I just I just uh I just want to share I'm I'm a little nervous with the next couple of years for us. For for the for not for the store, but just for our racing the racing scene in general, the RC mm-hmm. racing scene as a whole. Yeah. I'm a little worried about. Oh really? Because I think people had gotten so used to traveling long distances, you know, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I got, even I, when I was a kid, it didn't, I didn't think twice about going two hours to a race every week. Yeah. Well, like, uh, you know, you could go to a race for like 12 bucks, you know, uh-huh. that's probably what it costs to fill the tank up, 12 gallon tank. The, like how much was gas when we went to Virginia? Was it this much? No, it was, yeah. it was under three dollars when we went, and I thought that I thought that was a lot. Yeah, it was like two ninety nine, two eighty nine, and we got lucky. Yeah, a month later, we well, a few months later, it would have been twice as much to go. Yeah. So 
I, in the past, um, I remember Ernie Pervetti had, had either written something about this or, or said something at a conference or something like an RC, like maybe the, maybe one of the hobby trade shows or whatever, but, but generally speaking, industries like the RC hobby industry or the hobby industry in general usually do pretty good during recessions because instead of people going out and spending shit tons of money on real cars, boats, you know, stuff that's even more expensive in order to keep doing something, they, they, they discover a hobby. Mm-hmm. So it, in the past during, during recessions, like the 91, I think, I think, I think this was even talked about back then, like the 91 recession, the 98, I think, uh, 2008 mm-hmm. i mean we did okay at the plex 2007 2008 granted we're in nebraska and we didn't really get hit very hard but the only time that it got weird at our store was right around 2015 and 16 and that wasn't a recession that was just uh uh this massive exodus of brick and mortar places and and, and the internet sort of in my opinion reaching a peak of sales once they passed the law where you had to pay sales tax, just like everybody else, I, I think mm-hmm. it kind of swung back the other direction. So, um, you know, I uh, I think we'll be okay. But the racing scene in general, like I hope, I hope what happens is that um, we're able to expand our local base even more than we already have, and people find a cheap way to. Well, RC is not really cheap, but like generally speaking, um, among other different things that you could be blowing money on, RC is not terrible, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But once you once you have everything, racing can be a cheap form to spend time with your son or your daughter or your entire family on a Friday or Saturday night, mm-hmm. you know. As opposed to, you know, our summer series. I mean, our summer series is a good split. I'd say it's about half local, half out of town. Mm-hmm. And if gas gets to a certain point, I, I, I do feel it'll be tougher for people to to want to race, to want to spend that money. You know? No, I believe. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, even just our even our club racing scene. I bet that kind of takes a little bit of a hit. Well, you know? and then look at like um, look at like uh. Like I bet you Hobby Haven, mm-hmm. I bet you Hobby Haven's local club scene starts to get really big again. Yeah, because I, a lot of Des Moines guys that love coming to the Plex, I know they do. I I can I can almost sense that they're looking for an alternative. Yeah, when when it comes to the travel money, the travel time, and the and the money it takes to get to us because they they do live two hours away. Yeah, I mean if you drive a car that gets twenty miles to the gallon, like that's still like. It's like $120 to drive mm-hmm. from Omaha to Des Moines. Yeah. Probably. If I had to guess. Yeah. Like I'm going to uh um I'm going to the to to announce the the race in at Emory Park. Mm-hmm. And Gretchen and I already talked about it and I'm like I begged her, I'm like, Can I please take your car? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. her car gets, you know, twice as much. Gas mileage is mine. Mm-hmm. And if you drive it smart, it gets even more. Mm-hmm. You know? And yeah. uh she begrudgingly said yes, so I should be okay there. Yeah, but uh, you know, I just, I just, I hope um, 
I hope it doesn't get too bad. I just I feel like we're in a weird we're going to be in a very weird spot over the next couple of years. I think so too. I don't think it's going to get any better. No. But like I said, the hobby industry generally does good during yeah. downtimes and recessions. So yeah, I think we just need to hunker down. You know, that's that's what I'm. It's weird. Like I I keep saying that, and then I keep. I keep finding ways to buy new cars, like at the like B six point four. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But I actually broke out. I broke even on that one. Mm-hmm. Oh I yeah. Sold, I I sold my old car. I got the uh, RB ten. This is from Steve. So Steve, our seeing other Patreon member, Steve Eichler. Um, you know, I had uh, last summer series race. I was like, I was pretty frustrated with my car for some reason. And then all of a sudden, it started working good. So I don't know. Who knows. But anyways, could have been just tires. Maybe the tire choice. I did change tires. Anyway, none of that matters. But I was like, you know what? All right, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna sell my B63. Who wants dibs on a B63? And uh, we worked it out where I, he got my B63. Um, he gave me cash, and then I got his RB10. So now I have my enduro car for October that I wanted to get. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to spend money on that. And then I sold some other stuff, and I ended up. I, it nothing came really out of pocket, I guess. It all just it was recycled RC money, so it worked out fine. Nice. I made it happen. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah. Anyways, I just I just know that gas sucks right now. Oh yeah, no, that's probably the most expensive part of going to these races is the fuel. Mm-hmm. I think I'm. Uh, um, pretty stoked about my scooter this week. I think I can ride my scooter every single day. Yeah, it's supposed to rain here tomorrow, but I don't know when. I mean, we're done with the podcast. I'm going to look. And it's supposed to be at night. Is it? Mm-hmm. I might be able to ride tomorrow. Yeah. Yes. Um, I really have to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. Oh, okay. Sorry. All right, hurry up. Right. No pressure or anything. All right, well, while he's out, there was a... Uh, Steve RC is in the chat and he says, what's the M in DR10M? So the DR10M is a mid-motor drag car. So the original DR10 was basically an RB10 uh, that was stretched. And actually, I think the RB10 came afterwards. So the DR10 came first and it used, it kind of recycled a lot of uh, B5 parts, right? At least that's what it looks like to me. And uh, then they came out with like the, uh, the SR10 oval car, the RB10 off-road car. And uh, so a lot of the hop-ups from one to the other work around two. So for the RB10, I got the um, adjustable rear um, pills so I can adjust the caster and toe and all that on the car. And then I got a front bulkhead in aluminum and an aluminum steering part and steering racks. So I will be doing a YouTube video on how to make uh how to make an RB10 survive 1000 laps i think is what i'm going to call it or something like that so i'm pretty excited about that i was going to start working on it today but my wife and i both had the day off and that means that we got stuff to do so we went shopping for some reason and uh we have our nephew with us so we took him to cabela's then we took him to shields and uh i got to watch her buy shorts that was fun that's married life for you. 
So there you go. Uh, Margie, you on here? Yeah. So uh, what did you think of my Obi-Wan Kenobi discussion that we were having before the show taped? You make very good points. Should you have recorded that? Yes. <laughs> I wish I was thinking right as I sat down. Yes, I wish I had recorded that. Uh, it could have been an exclusive for your Patreon. <laughs> oh, man. I'm telling you, I, I'm, I'm pretty much done with Disney Plus at this point. <sighs> and I think I, I think I mean it this time. Yeah. Because I mean, if you got to trim finances, why would you give money to a to a to a streaming service that's just other than one show? The Mandalorian has produced nothing but st- on the Star Wars side, at least, has produced not much good stuff. Sure, you know, no, that's that makes the case. Yeah. Then on the other hand, I'm torn because Loki was good. Yes. Um, I thought Hawkeye was all right. WandaVision was awesome. WandaVision was great. I know some people don't like WandaVision like that. I think I think I think the three episodes they opened with threw people off. That's on the WandaVision. Point. That is the point. Yeah. But I really like WandaVision a lot. If you stuck with it, it, it is a really good show. So the, the Marvel stuff's been good for the most part. Mm-hmm. The Star Wars stuff has just been oof. So bad. I am much more forgiving in my Star Wars enjoyment, but I'm also not like a super fan. Like I haven't seen Clone Wars and I haven't. So like most of the story points, especially a lot of the ones that you made go right over my head. Oh, well, I'll get there. I feel like we're getting last Jedi again with this Obi-Wan show. I can see some repurposing of. of And what, what made me mad about the whole sequel trilogy more than anything is the wasted opportunity to have Leia, Luke, and Han Solo together. That they 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 wasted that those three actors and the three characters of Leia, Han Solo, and Luke Skywalker. They wasted. They wasted it. We can we'll never get that back. Leia, I mean, uh, uh, Carrie Fisher's gone. She's, gone. She's dead. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. You can't you can't never get that back. So they they wasted an opportunity there to utilize those characters the way that um the way that they should have been. And there's a there's a meme of uh of um Mickey Mouse giving two fingers. No. <laughs> That's what I feel like happens every single time that I watch a sequel movie. Oh, no. It's it's almost like The Force Awakens starts off like like half just like this, like a forward fist. Uh-huh. And then, and then the last Jedi, the put the button gets pushed, <laughs> and then, and then, and then at the, and then with the uh, rise of Skywalker, both of them are out, <laughs> just right in your face, just yeah. <sighs> you know what I'm saying? Okay, I'm back. Yeah, I know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> but nothing. I was just telling my sister. I, we were talking about my my rant that I had earlier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Um, all right. You want to get into racing? Let's get into racing. Sure. We got, uh, Emerson and I want to go fishing tonight and I got to be home by eight 30. So we're gonna have to bust through this one. Okay. Okay. Let's start summer series racing since we uh, missed it last week because we were off. Um, let me get into live RC here. Do, 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 do. Live RC.com. Yeah. Wonder what it's like to be Brandon. Brody? 
knowing knowing that like almost all of RC car racing revolves around his product. Must be pretty sweet. Don't you think like everybody uses the 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 lap time pictures when they're doing the race reports? Mm-hmm. You know, here's my consistency, here's my laps. Yeah. All that stuff. Where would we be without live RC? I don't know. In RC car racing, I don't taking I mean, pictures. Think about pictures of heat sheets and stuff. Yeah, that's true. But it wouldn't be as slick. Yeah. And then you got you know Corey Corey Kroll, which is he's like a genius. <clears throat> Results from other events. All right, let's go team associated summer series. So. 202 entries, uh, 103 people. I believe that's our third or fourth biggest summer series ever. So round one of this year was the biggest. And then I remember that in 2016, the two summer series races that we had before the Nats, Mm -hmm. I think that's when we hit like 208 on one of them and 20 something, something on the other one. Yeah. I mean, I could go back and look, but I'm not going to, Yeah, no, why would you, but, uh, 200 is a lot, but it's perfect. I like, it's such a cool vibe. Mm hmm. When we have a summer series race now. Yeah. And it's just, it's, I don't know. I, I know I get, I get kind of sentimental about this stuff and I say this a lot, but you know, back in 2005 when I was trying to think up how to jumpstart the local off-road scene and, and what to call things, you know, Plexpec was, was something that, that just kind of, it's like one of those moments where you're sitting there writing stuff down and you're like, Plexpec. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good name. And then we just use it. And now it's just kind of a thing for us. Mm-hmm. You know, the summer series is pretty generic, but nobody had ever done that in our area before. Right. You know, not nobody. And now, and now, and now look mm-hmm. at it. Same thing for the winter series. Yeah. <sighs> so I don't know. This is just super cool to have this once a month. I think so. Speaking of Plexpec, we had, and this was one of the videos that I was able to get. Um, my phone was super low, and uh, I videoed all the live streaming lower mains, but then I also uh, made sure to have Plexpec in the live stream because I think it was we always take a break after Plexpec and blow the track off one more time. Mm-hmm. Um, so Plexpec A main had uh, Ryan Nemec taking the win, Ariana Smith from the seventh position up to second and then Grayson Stevie, uh, third and Sawyer Haley. Also Jason's kid also had a great run from eighth to fourth. Isabella McMullen from the bump to fifth Levi Voth from the bump to sixth and then Bentley Radley, Bentley Raddy, geez, Bentley Raddy boy, I screwed that one up. Lily, your TQ, um, Boy, Ryan had the whole shot on her. Like, like Lily kind of went a little wide, right, around the very first corner, and Ryan shot to the inside and shot to the next corner, and they touched, and Lily kind of spun out. Yeah. And Ryan was and Ryan was just like, well, see ya, yeah. and, and took off. And poor Lily just got hammered back there for a majority of this race. Bummer. I felt really bad because she did a really good job of, of being TQ. Um, but... Uh, you know, she got the TQ point, so it's really only a seventh instead of an eighth. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex Eichler was kind of right there with her. He qualified really well, but finished ninth. 
And then Ryan Cox was out a little early. Mm. So, but uh, boy, Ryan did a, Ryan did a great job of getting out front behind Ryan for position was just a jumbled mess. And that's, that's why you get uh, an eight and a nine in the top five. And as we've said, so that's the second winner. So we've had two winners now. So it, uh, uh, Grayson won round one, Ryan won round two, neither of them were TQ. So you've got this, this, these massive 10 amount of cars, 10, 10 kids that, uh, Honestly, any one of these people could, could kiddos could win mm-hmm. every yeah. week. So it's going to be cool um, to see what they can do with the next one. Especially because a lot of these guys are going to run independent buggy at the J Concepts race. So some of these guys are going to have an experience of a big race underneath their belts when they go into the third round in July. Yeah. Yep. Uh, stadium truck was next. And, uh, uh, you, another TQ and a win. Um, it wasn't necessarily easy this time, though. Yeah, Nate and I had a pretty good race. I uh, uh, going up the the uphill quad. I uh, jumped into the pipe and I saved it. I didn't need a marshal, but uh, got around me. And then after that, I kind of reeled him back in and fault. I I don't think I touched him at all. But I just kind of you made a sweet yeah, pass. I just, I pushed him around for like at least two or three minutes just right on his bumper yeah. he blew a corner and i went through you uh you made a pretty sweet pass on him um uh Nate Sutherland. it was one of those ones where i i wish i could have gotten video yeah. of the whole yeah. thing i just didn't have any i didn't have anybody to video for me this week and plus i need to figure out a way to do that differently because if i use my phone to video each race. Well, now I need my phone back right away so we can take pictures and it slows the whole program mm-hmm. down. So I'm going to have to figure out something for that. I might, I might just get a, another webcam. We're going to start using a second computer as a race vision computer for those mm-hmm. things. So I, I might, I might use that second computer as a, as the OS OBS uh, broadcasting as yeah. well. I think that's what I'm going to yeah. do. Hopefully that computer's so slow though. I, I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to freeze yeah. it up. If anybody got that pass on video, please send it to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nate still got second. Uh, Brian burnt, uh, got a top three, uh, last year's, uh, truck champ. Uh, Logan Prismanis was fourth. Emerson just cannot get a good qualifier in, um, from the seven to the five. Um, Dustin Hosick with a six, Tyler Fleming, Seventh, Bo Hall was eighth. Andrew Thomas was ninth, and and Tommy, um, he got he got in a weird spot. And he actually, I talked to him afterwards. He wasn't mad. He just he just didn't have the time. He was trying to run four classes. Yeah, and so he was way back there, like in ninth and tenth, after about a twenty second marshal. Yeah. That uh, he just sort of pulled it off and went and got his forty plus car ready to Not go. Really? Yeah. So, I don't think Tommy really gets mad. I, I haven't seen I've him. Never mad seen yet. him angry. Yeah, me yeah he's always just like, I'm going to have a, have a bubbler. I'm going to have a fizzy bubbler for this one. Like, <laughs> I don't even think he got mad when we were kids. Oh, yeah. I don't know if Tommy ever got mad when we were kids yeah. either. He's like, I think Dennis, I think Dennis used, Dennis Johnson used to get mad for him. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to move on for this one and have a fizzy bubbler, right? Like, that's yeah. like Tommy Smith. That's like, that's like an impression of Tommy Smith. Like, I don't know, man. I'm just going to have a fizzy bubbler for this one. I'm going to go on the next one. <laughs> I love Tommy. He's fun. 
Um, yeah, no kidding. Uh, we're going to talk about him again here in a little bit. Um, Alex Vanderbeek with the TQ and win in mod four wheel drive. Um, he did not lead the whole thing. Ethan Delaire actually led a couple laps or no, I think it was drew drew Rubin King led a couple yeah. laps. Um, drew was really fast this day. He just had some kind of crappy luck. Yeah. I, I, don't, I didn't see what happened to him. I heard it, but he, I know he saw it, saw it off a rear arm, but I think it was like in mm-hmm. the straightaway like going. Yeah, fast. I think he caught. I think he caught the inside pipe on the straightaway at full yeah. speed, and uh, caught it there. Damn. I think that's something I'm. I'm definitely going to look at. So, um, I know that uh, the the track change coming up. I'm really going to look at some of these connections too, and make sure that there is no seam. At least when we start racing, like the seam isn't totally exposed in a really bad yeah. area. There's not a whole lot you can do about it if people start hitting an edge and it starts to peel yeah. off. Like you can go with a knife and cut it a little bit, but then you lose that joint. Right. So we'll uh we'll see what it looks like. If you turn the pipe what I try to do on straightaways especially, and sometimes you just unfortunately it just doesn't work this way, but you try to turn the pipe so that the flow goes with the cars. So I'll definitely try to fix that. Uh, Mason Herrick got a solid top three. He just keeps plugging, uh, plugging in those top threes, um, top twos. Aiden Olson didn't have a great day in four wheel drive qualifying, but ended up fourth. Ethan Delaire uh, fifth. Owen Vanderbeek moved up a few spots. Caden Berding got the bump and moved up. Tom Smith got the bump and moved up. Mitchell was ninth. Drew and King, unfortunately, after seven laps, was out with a broken car. Uh, 40 plus mod was up after that. And, uh, after, after struggling early with my stuff, I, I went to a different set of tires for, for qualifier around two. And I was a lot more comfortable with my yeah, car. I tried to run slicks in round one of mod two wheel and yeah, oh, really? I mean, slicked out stuff like this and it wasn't sure. any good. And so I went to something yeah. with a little more tread on it and it was a lot better. Well, I, I came in with two different sets of tires. They were both about the same height. It's just one was one was uh like a week and a half older than the mm-hmm. other one. And so I used the I used the newer pair first and I didn't feel comfortable with my car at all. I mean I was still going putting down pretty good laps, but it felt a little loose. And then so I went to the older set of tires for round two that still had plenty of tread on them. And they were money. And then I'm like, well, I'm not touching this this yeah. time at all. I made, I made that mistake before. So, um, so I left him on here and I don't know. I, uh, I made a mistake and Tommy got around me and, uh, Tommy and I were following each other pretty good for a little while. Um, I think even earlier than that, if I remember right, Mac, Mac and I were nose to tail. He over jumped the, the double, before the crossover, we were basically side by side and he over jumped it. So when I landed and I started a turn, he landed on top of my car mm-hmm. and flipped off the flipped off and needed a marshal. And, uh, that, that really sucked for him. I'm not going to lie. That was, I was up on the driver's stand going, Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> darn it. But, uh, but then Tommy, you know, he got around, uh, he got around us both and, uh, followed him. I even ran into him. I saw an opening 
and I, I gunned it and then he cut me off um, and uh, blocked it out and I ran right in the back Ooh. of him. But then he made a mistake over that same double and I was able to get around him. And then from there I just chilled and made sure I didn't do anything stupid. And uh, Mac and Tommy had a, 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 what's that called? A photo finish? Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Tommy finished with 23809.6 and Mac finished with 23809.8. Yeah. And then it didn't help that Tommy got his one missed lap. So Tom Smith's car, for whatever reason, misses almost one lap every single race and it's random. Yeah. It just happens. And it, it even happened at Adrenaline RC. Right. So it's not, it's not my system. It's something, it's something in his car, his transponder. We, we haven't figured it out yet but it but he basically misses a lap almost every single time and so it was showing him in like eighth place but he was actually in second um so uh tom got second mac got third ken peterson from seven to four brent riley um was fifth david peeler was sixth brian cox uh was seventh brian burnt was eighth john birding was ninth and david fast was tenth um it's kind of funny there's uh one one, two, three. Well, I guess you can't really say 40 plus, but but basically Brian Cox and Brian Burnt are previous mod two-wheel drive summer series champs from like 2006 and seven yeah. when we were outside mm-hmm. on the big old track. Yeah. And then you count me. And then uh, and then Mac is a 40 plus champ. So you had four different uh, summer series champs. Um, actually, Peevler, I think Peevler won stock buggy one year, right? Didn't he get a poster? Stock buggy or 35? I, I know he won one. Yeah, you're right. I'll have to talk to him. And then David Fast, I think he won e-buggy one year at the Winter Series. Did he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's got a poster. Cool. I remember That's it. That's cool. Yeah, so I think I, it's, it's, he got up a whole bunch of Summer Series champs in 40-plus mod. <laughs> Someday I'll be in there. <laughs> what is it, eight more years? Yeah. Seven? Yeah, eight. How Eight? Yeah. Okay. So, so it, you'll probably change it to 40, 41 plus. Yeah. <laughs> yep. At that point. Independent buggy. We ran a little bit earlier than normal. Uh, Daniel Bender with a TQ and win. Um, Daniel. Daniel and TJ. I think TJ led most of this race. This is another one of those I wish I had on video uh, for this week. I just unfortunately... Just, I'm gonna have to figure that out. But uh, uh, TJ led almost all this race, and Bender got around him on the last lap. Oh, really? Yeah. So uh, TJ Williams did get second. Connor Hausch from the fifth to the third spot, and then Poti John Haas with a great finish from the bump to fifth. Mm-hmm. Um, Stevie was sixth. Andrew Thomas from the bump to seven. Logan Prismanis was eighth. Trevor Moss was ninth, and Janet Peevler was tenth. Um, so pretty good, good job for Daniel sticking with it. Mod two will drive this one. Uh, this one was, uh, I don't know. I don't remember a whole lot about it other than Ethan Dallaire just sort of working his way to the top. And then Alex, I think had to do the same thing. Alex dropped back really early. And I believe who is that? Uh, Mason Herrick 
led a majority of this race, but he only finished fourth. So Ethan Delaire got a win. Um, Vanderbeek got a TQ in second. So Ethan and Alex actually tied for points for the week. Ruben King from the five to the three. Mason Herrick dropped to the four. Riley Filbert from the nine to the five. You finished from the eight to the six. Aiden Olson was seventh. Owen Vanderbeek was a high qualifier, but unfortunately dropped down to the eight spot. Mitchell Pavel was ninth, and Tommy was tenth. Tom Smith. He got the bump and then finished tenth. You were up there, weren't you? I remember yeah, I was up that. To like, I was up to third. I think on the on one lap, I think you went from like third to sixth. Yeah. And uh, I ran into uh, it was uh, Mason Herrick when his car was flipped over. Whoever was marshal in that corner, it's like they when they grabbed his car, it's like they held it in front of him, and I ran into his car while oh. they were marshaling his car. I was like, God, I'm never gonna get a podium this year, I guess. I know what that's like. Remember 2017? That feels like forever ago, but it was only... Okay, it was forever ago. But I remember the year after I last won the Summer Series, I didn't make a single podium in 17. Mm-hmm. I remember being really butthurt about that. I think I that. got a couple. That's all. Maybe one. Mm-hmm. 13.5, uh, four-wheel drive. This was a this was a really good race um, for myself and for uh, for Tyler Patnaud. Um, so um, I got the TQ. My first race, my first qualifier, mm-hmm. I had ninety nine point eight consistency or something crazy Isn't like that. The best, I like ninety nine point six or something. I I'll have to look at it again, but it was it was really good. Sometimes I'll do that with my two wheel, and then like mm-hmm. a lot of the times I do that with my truck. Yeah, but I, I I laid down a pretty good time in the first round, um, and it was super consistent. Um, kind of did the same thing in the second qualifier. I really didn't. I don't think I crashed at all. I just uh, I didn't go as fast. Um, or maybe we did. I don't know. All I know is I had ninety nine point whatever consistency. I was super happy about that. So I got the TQ, and Cole Hendrickson wasn't here, and. I'm not. I'm no offense to all the guys that made the A main at this one, but I've I, Cole's one of those in my head that I'm like, all right, that's my one of my direct competition for this year mm-hmm. in thirteen five. Now that now that we ran the first one, and I kind of know where I'm at, you know. So the fact that he wasn't there and I got the TQ, I'm like, okay, even if I get second in this one, like or even third, I'll still have at least ninety nine points. So I just don't do anything stupid and waste it. Yeah. You know, like just, just get a third or better. And this is going to be a pretty good day for you no matter what. So, um, I led half of this race and then my car started getting wonky. And I think, I think what had happened was my diff, my diff, I think my diff fluids heated up because it felt like, it felt like my diff fluid got lighter throughout the course of the race. And my car started doing funny things in the corners Heated up and started breaking down. I think so. And and I can usually tell my truck my mini truck used to do the same thing. So I can usually tell when my techno cars needed my tech ten scale cars for sure needed maintenance. <laughs> like I probably should have maintenance my four wheel drive before this weekend this last weekend. Oh yeah. <laughs> if you're running gear diffs, I'd be like 
but I'm I didn't. to change them before the main. I know. I didn't do Well, I don't have time to do that, yeah. so I just got to do it before the weekend and, and let everything work the way it is supposed mm-hmm. to, you know? So I kind of, I, I'm not making an excuse because I still, I still drove, could have drove good and still could have probably finished in the lead if I just wouldn't have made this one little one mistake. But this one mistake turned into two or three mistakes trying to catch back mm-hmm. up. But at the end, we only finished eight tenths of a second apart. I think Tyler was kind of laying up there on the last lap a little bit, just making sure he didn't do anything yeah. stupid. So he got the win. I got a second. So I get a hundred points. He's got a hundred points. If he makes the rest of them, I'm not sure if they're planning on that or not. They're from, again, they're from, I think Indiana or Illinois. Yeah. I think it's Eastern Illinois. Illinois. So I, yeah. So I don't, I mean, that's a long haul. So I, it's not that I expect them to make all of them. No. Yeah. Um, Tyler Canine from the eight to the three. So we got the podium there. Uh, Rubes, Chad Rubin King was fourth. Orlando Martinez from the bump to the five. Bradley Peterson finished sixth. David was seventh. Daniel Bender uh, made the main without any extra work. Ended up eighth. Trevor Moss was ninth. And Easton McCormick finished tenth. So, not too shabby on my part. I mean, I kind of went into this year wanting to run 13.5 four-wheel drive and wanting to run 40-plus mod because that's what I was going to do at the INS. Yeah. And I wa- I wanted that competitive practice basically for the INS. Right. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to truck INS. Mm-hmm. Truck and buggy. I'm a truck and buggy man. Yep. You know? Yeah. And I told Emerson, dude, I'm like, you need to you need to work on your truck a little bit now. You can't just rely on that that truck setup forever because it's going to get old and the fluids are going to need to be replaced and it's going to be up to you to make your tires good. And you know, I'm trying to get him to do more on his own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he tried rolling out on the silver slicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His truck was fast. It just he just wrecked a lot. Yeah, I was like, "Whew!" I saw you did that. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> you can hang on to it." <laughs> yeah. Um, I think there's potential there with that. I think the contact patch is so big in truck. Yeah. That I I, I think there's potential in that, but again, it's it the track has got to be not as dusty. Yeah. Well, I thought he was he was going to be onto something because we run we run truck with a freshly blown track. Usually like after after the plex spec A main and plex spec, and I was yeah. like, oh, I don't know, might be pretty dang good. But it's kind of the same kind of the same deal. I mean, the INS race might be different, but the, it's kind of the same deal as you had mentioned in the Adrenaline RC video. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's, there's not a, a huge amount of discrepancy in, in, in skill level mm-hmm. in the truck A main at the summer series, yeah. but you got more trucks going out of line more than you would say probably at the A main or the INS maybe. Yeah. Well, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like, I, I knew he did that and I was like, I just need to get ahead of this. Cause I think I got Nate by like 10 seconds at the end mm-hmm. and like once I had the lead, I was like, I just need to keep pushing, like, and it unlocked my inner Mayfield and just get out front to clean air, you know? And yeah, so. you should have felt those tires. Mine or his? <laughs> After it was over, his. There wasn't much left on those oh, tires. Really? You could hold them up to the sun and see yeah. through them. You, you basically, <laughs> yeah. I, I remember I, I afterwards I was like, you went on the race with this? He's like, yeah, they were awesome. I'm like, okay. You say so. 
Can you erase that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mini Truggy had Logan Prismanis in a TQ in a win. Uh, Tyler Fleming got second from the fourth spot, and John Haas uh, once again finishes third. Jake Poteet, your ProTech winner, finished fourth. Ronnie Went was fifth. Matt Robinson. Shout out to Matt Robinson for uh, putting up all new lights inside the uh, inside the off-road track. Oh, what a deer. Looks really good, especially Friday nights. Um, he finished sixth. Bryson Pavlo was seventh. Jason Haley was eighth. Kurt Benson was ninth. And Chad Irwin was tenth. And then expert stock, um, Riley Filbert uh, was going really fast. He's figured out something with this car. Does he, he used the same car in mod and finished mid pack in the mod a main. So, um, Riley TQ in a win, uh, Tyler Patton out was second. And then my boy Emerson Sturgeon remembering how to run stock buggy from fifth to third. And I was, dude, I was so nervous the last minute of this race. I was just like, come on, come on, come on, come on. Don't do anything dumb. Don't do anything dumb. Please, 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 please. Don't break it. Don't break it. I was so I was so happy when he came across in third place. That's the highest he's finished in a stock buggy race mm-hmm. since he stopped racing stock buggy, which was like three years ago. Yeah. Might even be longer. I'll have to look, have to look at the results, but basically he stopped running. He wanted to run mod, so he stopped running stock buggy and started running mod with us. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, we just got to get that car a little bit more rip. It just doesn't have the same rip as everybody else does. Yeah. I got to get that figured out. I think I need to gear him down one tooth. Yeah. Maybe might come down to battery at that point and stuff like that. All the battery. Yeah. I mean, we're charging at 20 amps. Yeah, but I mean, like, to discharge them and recharge them. And I all know. Stuff. Not, yeah, I know. Uh, Bradley Peterson also had a great finish from the eight to the four. Uh, Ken Peterson was fifth. Chad Rubenking was sixth. Brent Riley dropped down, unfortunately, to seventh um, from the three spot. David Peebler was eighth. McCormick was ninth. Ashley McCormick, and then Tyler Canine was 10th. And Filbert led the whole way. So, that's pretty cool. I want to get into points real quick, um, since we can, for the Summer Series. And then maybe we'll take a break, and we'll uh, uh, get into the chat, talk about this last weekend. There's not a whole lot to talk about. There's only four heats. Any good questions or comments? Um, yeah, we need some questions or comments. We need got we got about a half hour to kill how, here. So how many if people you, are watching? Right now there's twenty three. Right. So if you are um yeah. Jackson Anderson's got one. Jackson's watching from uh um Texas mm-hmm. probably. Texas. He's down there in hey, Texas. Don't mess with him. Don't mess with Texas. Don't mess with Texas. All right, let's see. Where are we at here? This is always fun to do. All right, so mod two-wheel drive. Let's start with that one because that one's full in front of me. So we have a not a not a three-way tie, but pretty darn close. So Tom Rinderneck is officially leading the points. I don't know if I don't know if he's gonna make any more. Yeah, at the price of gas, who knows? Or well, I mean he lives I know, in California. Well, yeah, you know what I'm saying though, but I I so I don't he might make the next one. Well, no, because there won't be a next one before the INS. So basically, he's coming to INS, right? He's definitely coming to INS. Uh, but anyways, he's got a one hundred and one. Vanderbeek and Ethan Delaire both have a hundred points. 
Um, then right now it's showing uh, Mason Herrick, Drew Rubin King, Dave Alberico, um, who missed a race um, already because of the oval racing in Kansas City. Riley Filbert, you, Aiden, and Owen Vanderbeek right now is 10th. And this will sort itself out more when we get that third round in. Yeah. On July 30th, because um, right now there's a bunch of ties because we only ran two rounds. So 40 plus. Um, right now I have the lead by. Wow, this is all jumbled up. What page is that? Seven? So we need page eight. Four, five. Oh, there's eight right there. I have the lead by one point over Mac. So I have a 101, and uh, Mac has 100 because he TQ'd round one and got second. So uh, Tom Smith uh, second is third. Brent Riley, Ken Peterson, Dave Peevler, Brian Burnt, David Fast, Brian Cox, and John Bairdine right now is in the top 10. We've had 15 different 40-plus guys. Really? Yep, which is pretty cool. Uh, 40, uh, 40 will drive mod, has uh, Vanderbeek. Um, out in front with a 101. He also had 100 in the first round. Um, then you got Aiden Olson and Nate Sutherland and Drew Rubin King all tied right now for second because, again, we only ran two rounds. Uh, Mason Herrick, Tom Rennernack, Ethan Dallaire, Owen Vanderbeek, Caden Bairding, and Tom Smith in the top 10 of that one. Uh, we'll go to Mini Truggy because that's the next one on my list here. Uh, Logan Prismanis um, has two 101s. So he's got a pretty healthy lead. If you put the points together, uh, he has eight points over Matt Robinson right now in second. After two rounds. That's a lot. Um, Matt Robinson right now is second. He's in a tie with Tyler Fleming. Uh, John Haas right now is fourth. Uh, Then Jake Poteet, Ronnie Wint, Jake Wilkening, Caleb Singh, Bryson Pavel, and Kirk Benson is tied with Jason Haley for 10th. Let's see. Plexbeck, this is going to be a fun one because this is all over the place. Grayson Stevie got a TQ and win. Um, so we so he did TQ round one. I'm sorry, I misspoke earlier. Then, um, Brian Nemec is second. Ariana Smith right now is third. Alex Eichler's fourth. Sawyer Haley and Emily Bagley are tied for fifth and sixth. Isabella McMullen, Mario Quintana, who wasn't there, uh, Levi Voth, and Lily Kaziski right now is 10th. Top 10 gets awards at the end of the year, so you always want to get a 10th out of yeah. that. Yeah. And we have had... You want to show up every round, even if you aren't going to get a top 10, so you are el- yeah, eligible true. for giveaways. Yep. We have had 28 different Plex Beckers so far out of two wow. rounds. That's pretty cool. That's cool. That is pretty rad. Uh, let's see. Expert stock. Uh, Riley Filbert right now is leading. Uh, David Peevler and Cole Hendrickson are tied for second. Uh, Pat Noud is fourth. Chad Rubin King, Emerson Sturgeon sixth. Uh, Bradley Peterson seventh. Brent Riley is eighth. Ken Peterson's ninth. And Tyler Kanine is tenth. And he is tied. No, he's not tied. Ashton McCormick is eleventh. Uh, a couple points back, actually. In Stadium Truck, you've got two 101s. If you were to put the points together, you have 12 points over Tom Smith already. Really? Yeah. Tom Smith right now is second. Nate Sutherland is third. Brian Burns fourth. Emerson's fifth. 
Logan Frisman is the sixth. Justin Stevie seventh. Dustin Hosick is eighth. Uh, Tyler Fleming is ninth, and John Berding is tenth. TJ Williams is one point back, and that truck is usually TJ's class, so he's going to have a little bit of work to do. Holy crap! This is crazy. So, pants, am I looking at this right? We have had fifty-two different thirteen-five four-wheel drive races wow. through two rounds. That's pretty cool. That is Imagine crazy. If they all came at the same time. Oh my gosh! I thought I remember thinking that last year for the winter e- series for e buggy. You know, you, you for everybody. You start to look at like how many how many different people have actually come to the winter series because you don't you don't eliminate anybody on the mm-hmm. list, and you think to yourself, boy, if all these people decide to come and race on the same weekend, yeah. like we won't have any room for anybody. Yep, it would, would have been insane. Independent stock buggies the same way. Forty six. Really? Different racers. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That is amazing. <sighs> wow. Did I mention all of them? Did I miss any? I don't think so. I don't think I did. Yeah. Mini truggy? Alrighty. Yep, we did oh, mini truggy. I can't think of anything else. So, points. I mean, it's too, it's kind of early. It's two rounds in. We're only doing five rounds this year, so... um. Top finishes are important when you're only doing five rounds. I remember when the summer series used to be five rounds. Mm-hmm. I mean, usually by the third round, you kind of get a, a lot of times you can get a, like, like stadium truck right now, you can get a feel. You're like, okay, well, as long as this person doesn't do anything totally stupid or miss the last two rounds, you know, they might have it locked up by round four. Yeah. You know? Oh man, that'd be stupid. Uh, <laughs> That would be sweet. I like, I, I used to remember in mod buggy when I would win mod buggy in the last round, I'm like, you know, I'm going to try something different. I'm going to race forward drive mod or something like that. Yeah. I did that with when I won four wheel. I just didn't run the last one. I'm, I miss those days. I can't do that anymore. Cause I never, I'm never a sure thing anymore. Margie, let's take a pivot break. And then we've got some excellent questions. In Roll the chat. that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And now, a word from our sponsors. Yeah! This is a Pivot Lending Update with Dave Olson and Don Zoller. Get some. Hi, this is David Olson with Pivot Lending Group. And today we want to talk about the Lock and Shop program that we brought back to you guys in May. And it's important today because interest rates are on the rise. The Fed has determined that they are going to potentially raise interest rates at least two to three times this coming year. And within the dynamics of our industry, we have some quantitative easing that's going to be pulled back. So currently, the Treasury has conservatorship over Fannie Mae, and they are purchasing in the mortgage world, mortgage-backed securities at a pretty fast rate. And that purchase program has really helped to create a market for mortgage-backed securities over the last probably decade and is has been one of the big catalysts for driving interest rates down. And it's been announced that not only are they looking to raise interest rates, they're looking to pull back on the purchasing of mortgages, which means that rates will be driven by the private sector. And inevitably, that means the rate of return that a private investor is going to want over 
the government right now is going to be uh, substantially higher. In addition to the quantitative easing being restricted or being pulled back, we also have inflation. And so inflation now, decade over decade, we're seeing inflation move out of that transitory conversation and actually hit the, you know, the kitchen table economics as far as gas, bread, butter. And with inflation comes higher interest rates. So between the inflationary environment, the quantitative easing environment, and then the rates in, in conjunction with the inflation, we're going to be in a different world altogether as far as rates this time next year. So why am I talking about the shop and lock program? It allows you to lock in as we see rates moving up dramatically month over month this coming year and even into 2023. You're going to have the ability for $500 to come into our office complete an application, get pre-approved, and then lock your interest rate, even without finding a home yet. You'll have 60 days, so two months, to find a home. Once you find a home, you have 30 days to close on that home. So for $500, we're going to basically give you 90 days to secure that interest rate. We guarantee that we'll close it within 30 days if you can guarantee you can find the home within 60 days. Once we close, we will give you a lender credit for the $500. We'll take that $500 off of your closing costs so that it doesn't cost you anything out of pocket to lock that interest rate, use that program. If you do not find anything outside of that period, then there's the $500 charge. Now, that being said, some people are going to say, well, in this market, you can't find a house in 60 days. You'll be surprised what the inventory starts to look like here over the next 12 months. With rates going up, the purchasing power is going to go down, and you're going to see people that are sliding outside of those uh, debt ratio parameters or just not qualifying within a higher rate environment. So you know, there are going to be fewer buyers, and that's going to allow you more time to look at the inventory that's out there. So we're excited to see that. Uh, the opportunities will be growing for that sector of the consumer market here in 2022. So Shop and Lock program is fantastic. Let me know if I can help. Give me a call, 402-881-5951. Uh, shoot me a text, and we'll talk to you guys soon. David Olson, NMLS 16099. Don Zoller, NMLS 277-589. Now to your regularly scheduled program. All right, so the chat's opened up a little bit. We're going to get to that here. Um, so I was just thinking about something. Oh, yeah, go for it. I So do you remember uh, that Trinity Tire uh, Goop? It was called Zip Free? Yeah. They used to have Zip zip Grip, then they had Zip Free. Yeah. It was like the one without wintergreen. Yeah. They don't make that stuff anymore, do they? I don't think so. God, that stuff was really good on rubber tires. They should re-release that. God, I, I missed that stuff. Was good, man. I remember buggy grip. <clears throat> just buggy, being. Buggy, I never thought buggy grip was very good at our class. It wasn't. I remember using. I remember using zip free. Man. Yeah. That's good stuff. I, use, I have no idea what that stuff is. I used buggy grip at uh, in Chillicothe, and everybody yeah. everybody knew it when I used buggy grip too because you'd open up the oh, can. Yeah. Woo! That stuff stunk. Yeah, the purple. Yeah, it was so stuff. bad. Yeah. You have like a buggy grip hangover the next day. It's great. Do you remember it was at uh, the J Concepts INS race at Mike's that we went through like like ten bottles of buggy grip? 
down there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we were running green tires, and that was like the first time that the track had ever gone to kicking golds. Golds. Yeah. We didn't have any. We didn't have so any. So we were just burning tires off to try to get as much uh, goop in them as we could. But, yeah, man, I would... I, if anybody's got a lead on on, a, on an old case, an old bottle is it free? I bet you Tim's got some. He does, and I already went through his stuff. Oh, did you? Oh, okay. <laughs> I went through his stuff the other day. <laughs> he went over there and looked at his land of misfit tire goo, and uh, some of those are mine that he confiscated. Yeah. Um, yeah, Tim's, like Tim's a hoarder, man. Or if anybody knows of like like Dieter, if you're listening right now, <laughs> <laughs> you know what that stuff is, or hook a homeboy up i swear not to sell it i just wanted to use it uh i wanted to go over a schedule announcement really quick so um uh i'm building the new track um the uh monday the 27th of june through thursday the 30th of june so those four days one two three four so the track will be fresh and new for Family Friday Off-Road on the 1st. And we'll have a Saturday speed on the 2nd. It's July 4th weekend. We normally don't get good turnouts that weekend at all, ever. Um, uh, the, the reason why, there's two reasons why. I wanted to give the track a little time to cure this time. Mm-hmm. I, didn't want, I don't want to have what happened at the ProTech race happen at this race. Where halfway through the practice day on, on Friday like the track starts to sweat really bad and gets real greasy and weird. Yeah. You know, and then nobody knows what to do for tires. Yeah. It doesn't take sl- too dusty for slicks and too wet for treads. Yeah. Like it's just really weird. So I'm going to let the track cure a little bit before we start actually running on it on the Thursday on the seventh. Um, but also, um, <laughs> I was looking at this and I'm like, Oh man, I got to work on the track on July 4th. Mm-hmm. No, sorry. July 4th is like one of the holidays that I actually enjoy. I get to fly my drone, throw the fireworks. I get to like hang out in the front, you know, watch Emerson blow shit up. I, I get to, I get to, I get to watch all my neighbors blow through all this money. Just, just mm-hmm. basically lighting it on fire. And, and then I get oh, to watch yeah. it blow up. You know, I get to drink some, I get to drink some alcohol. In my front, in my front, you know, all all this in my front yard, basically. I'm going to be like the guy we saw down at the, 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 what is it? The, the old market on the 4th of July. I'm going to be like. <laughs> I thought this was America. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was America. I'm Uh, for those of you watching last week, two weeks ago, we rode our scooters down. He came up and we were in the studio together and we rode our scooters down here. We stopped at the old market to get something to eat. And this basically naked home, naked homeless guy was harassing a whole bunch of people and got yeah. the cops cut on him. He got arrested for it, but it, it, it was so funny. <laughs> <sighs> it was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> what? Ah, just more chat stuff. We'll get to it here in a minute. So anyways, so there you go. So the new track will go on the 27th, 28th, 29th, and 30th of June. Um, mm-hmm. I've really been putting a lot of thought into this one because uh-huh. I want it to be just good. We're going to use the entire track. So the whole thing, including where the dirt oval's at, we're going to be using. Yeah, And cool. uh, we're going to put back the front straightaway. 
because yeah. there was no good nice. way, no good way to have what I wanted to do without doing that to get the room. I wanted to have the curvy straightaway for the whole, for the INS race, but without a crossover, mm-hmm. it wastes tons of space. So there you go. And we're also going to be going the opposite direction that we're going now. Oh, well, I shouldn't that's usually say that. the norm. That's usually the norm for when we have a, have a straightaway though, the other way coming down. Because we're going to be going down from the from the west to the east. We're going to be coming west oh. to east. Yeah, we're going to be going oh, that the way. Opposite. Yeah. So we've been we've been going east to west, especially for nitro guys. I don't. We go we go east to west for nitro racing. Period. Because the pitting is a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Um, anything you want to talk about from this weekend of racing? I got my car working better. Yeah. I. Uh, I got my B64, dropped everything in it, and I matched my fast lap from the summer series. Yeah. I looked it up. I went I went faster. I went a lot faster. Mm-hmm. The track I thought was pretty good by the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I got my new car. I mean, I liked it. I, I liked the new car. Mm-hmm. I didn't change a whole lot from, set, from stock. I copied some of your stuff. Mm-hmm. But that was about it. Yeah, Brian Burt drove mine after the races, and he's like, man, I just don't want to stop driving it. That's how I was last week. I made sure to do that last week. Oh, my car's even better now. Like, after the summer series, I was like, okay, let me drive your car because I want to make a decision, and I know that if I drive your car and it's not as good as my car, then I'll be like, yeah, I'll be fine. And I drove your car, and it was way better than my car. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, crap. All right, fine. Here we go. the thing is, is like, there's a lot of guys who are like, oh, I don't think it's a, it's a needed update. Blah, blah, blah. I know everything about what I'm talking about right now. Well, I'm here to tell you, you don't. Because this car is way better than the old car. A lot of the guys that are saying that it's not as, uh, that the old car was, or the new car wasn't needed, had never even driven the, the old car. So, or even owned one. So, I think that this one is definitely a, a decent upgrade if you're looking for a new kit or to update your old one. Like, it's good. It's I noticed it the most. Two things. I can I can feel the shorter chassis. Mm-hmm. The car feels lighter on its feet. Oh yeah. The, the point three car always felt weird when I went from the two point two to the point three. The point three car always felt like it was dragging the rear end around all everywhere, mm-hmm. and it was lazy. And it was and it I could never. It always felt like the rear end was dumping. So I kept throwing stiffer oil, stiffer springs. Um, more anti squat. I was, I was always trying to keep that rear end flat, and and yeah. I, I just felt like I could never, I could never get there. The new car doesn't feel that way at all. It feels way oh, yeah. lighter on its feet. It feels a lot more responsive without getting squirrely. I also mm-hmm. could feel it through the corners. So, you know, uh, it's just such a linear steering response, like you said. It, it just, oh yeah, you can tell, and I can push it now. I can push a corner that I couldn't push with the old car and be confident that it would stay put with the old car. If I pushed it, the front end would get that weird reaction and it would, it would almost turn itself into a pipe where so far this car doesn't do that. Yeah. No, it doesn't, doesn't really catch edges. You know what I mean? Like it kind of glides. I think it does. So I was pretty happy with it. I was pretty happy. It was a quick upgrade. Didn't I took, 
two days to build the car, put all my electronics back in it. I hardly even had to like trim the steering. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, all right, here we go. Let's go. Let's do this. Yep. All right. Let's get through the uh, comments. Um, we could go through all the, all the race results again, but I mean, we had a decent day. I think we had like 35 on Friday and another 30 on Saturday. It was quick. It was easy. There was four heats. Friday night was fun. I got to, I got to run Friday cause Logan was out of town. So whenever I get to run Fridays, um, it's always a nice change of pace, you know, just to be kind of hanging out downstairs with all you guys instead of being upstairs, you know, having people with red cats tell me how wrong I am. <laughs> so, so there you go. Um, all right. Uh, there's 20 on right now. Let's see. Uh, Peter Renault, Steve RC, Ryland's RC on here. Travis Clancy, Mark Schmidt, um, Rylan RC says he's been to Hobby Town. Uh, Steve RC wanted to know what the M and DR10M was. We talked about that while you were taking your pee break. Yeah. Uh, Nuthouse, Nick Nuthouse, another Patreon member, says gas prices suck. We have taken the pontoon out twice this year when we normally would be out two or three times a week. At this point, it's a hundred bucks per chip per trip to go fishing on the boat. Ooh. Yeah, you know, I I had an inside track on a boat. It, a buddy, a, a buddy of mine from high school was selling her granddad's boat. It was a 1976 Lund two seater with a trailer, new carpet, two trolling motors for for like a thousand bucks, like way cheaper than she probably should have. I got nowhere to put it. Yeah. My wife was like, "Where are you gonna put it?" I'm like, "I don't know," because I don't want to. I don't want to not park in the garage. Like I love my garage and I love parking my truck in the garage. Yeah, but reading this is like, yeah, you know, what am I gonna do with a boat? And probably wouldn't be able to afford to take it out. Although it is a trolling motor, so whatever. Um, Mark Schmidt said he got 27 miles per gallon. Cost us $70 in fuel last weekend. Jason's like, Jason Haley, another Patreon member, saying uh, no gas required to get my backyard track. The boys have been enjoying it. Nice. And that's probably why they're getting so much better. Especially Sawyer. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> while you're European, uh, my sister and I were having a conversation about uh, Disney Plus, and uh, Jason Haley says he hated WandaVision at first, and now he's watched it four times over and over and over. See, I thought Who said WandaVision. That? Jason Haley. I, just, I liked WandaVision. It was a good show. I haven't watched it yet. We did watch, uh, was it Moon, Moon Knight? Moon Knight? I like Moon Knight. See, yeah, the Disney, the Disney stuff's been decent. I'm sorry, yeah. the, the, uh, the Marvel stuff's been decent. The Star Wars stuff has been trash, and it, it it's pissing me off. It sucks. Yeah, that it that it's that way, but it's making is it me the more same quick. writers as the Marvel series. No, oh. definitely not. I don't know. I'm just I don't know what to think. If it wasn't for the Marvel side of things right now, I probably would definitely be off of Disney Plus a long time ago. Um, yeah. Mark Schmidt says uh, thanks for the stickers. Will did you give him some stickers? I did, and they're they're actually some of my own that are like my colors. Oh, nice! Want some associated stickers? Those are the only ones I had, so I gave them some. Yeah. Uh, Jackson Anderson, what watt soldering iron is needed to melt solder off the factory solder wires for speed controllers? Oh yeah. Uh, Have you ever noticed that? How like the the solder on speed controllers is tough to get. The stock stuff is so tough to get off. Yeah, you got. I think that a lot of it has to do with they get such a good, uh, they get such a good like uh, solder on there, like it's really on there. 
Mm-hmm. And then also the speed control is constantly wicking the heat away from the oh. from the tip. So yeah. <coughs> you have to have like a you need a cough button. And uh, I have one. I just didn't use it. Um, oh, they uh, it's like you need a uh, like a really really hot iron. Like I use a Heiko nine oh seven. It's like a really old Heiko, but like that track power one. Uh, one like that, you can't. There's no way you're gonna do it with just like a plug in the wall weller. Yeah, you know. I used to get so mad good, at those. Yeah, speed controllers. I wanted to like break them. Yeah. So the answer, but, Jackson, is very hot. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I I I mean, you need like a soldering station. Yeah. So like, there's like that can, track. I'm sure Protec has the actual soldering station. Nope. There's a L, huh? Protect doesn't make one. No. Who, who? Which one do you sell at the store? Is track the, power. Track it's power. A, it's it's yeah. It's still track power. It's still one of okay. the very few things that it's under the track power brand. Maybe it could be dynamite now, actually, or Duratrax. Now that it's uh, now that all that stuff has changed around. Yeah. Either way, we've got them. Uh, but they're basically soldering stations where you can turn up the temperature. That's like yeah. the new Heiko one. Yeah, and then there's we could like, get Heiko ones too, but the margins on them are terrible. Yeah, there's that Heiko one that is like purple and blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's that LRP one. I have that LRP one. Uh, Spencer and Mayfield broke it trying to change the tip on it at the e buggy nats that one year, and uh, it's just been sitting there broken. I never ordered a new tip for it. I just used it or a new uh, new like cord and everything for it. Uh, they, uh, it was like, it was like solder, like the tip was like rusted in there or corroded in there because I'd oh. never changed it before and we were trying to change it and ruined it. But, and, uh, I was going to order a new one. I just never did. Do you have any thoughts about using a 2S2P lipo? 2P? Yeah. Two I have no series, idea what that is. Two series, two parallel. What? So it'd be Never like heard a. Of that. It's like a. Um, Who's asking? Um, Haley. I was gonna say that sounds like a Jason Haley question. <laughs> 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 well, like he's all he's always like so up. He's like more up to date on what's coming out than I am. Like I. Yeah. Like, like he'll ask me a question about something. It's like I, I've never heard of that, and I like look it up. It's like oh, well, I guess that is a thing. But uh, no, I have no idea. I've never even heard of that like lipo chemistry or that type of battery configuration. So it's like two I cells. If, I just parallel. wonder if it's a way to get bigger capacity. Yeah, maybe. Huh. I've never heard of that. I don't know. Have you ever tried green compound ellipses on our buggies at the Plex? Uh, a long time ago. It's used to, but we used to run and then everything went to gold. Well, I we ran, put, I ran our adrenaline RC tires. Uh huh. The greens? Yeah. Yeah, that's a big no. Yeah. No, they just don't work no more. Those... Once it took golds in 2014, it never, never looked back. Yeah, they weren't good. They were not good. Mm-hmm. They're too, hey, they're too soft. So they, they, they get into every little nook and cranny that our track has. And because of the way our dirt is and the way the heat is during the summertime and stuff, you know, you get those cracks in the track. Mm-hmm. So for starters... That the rubber is so flimsy that it 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 it's very easy to grab that stuff and it just tosses you everywhere. But also, they didn't really hook up that well. I thought they were going to hook up. They didn't hook up at all. 
Yeah, no, they're just like too soft and they just mm-hmm. bitch out. They just roll over. Yeah. Uh, okay, here's a philosophical question that I, I actually will tackle because I've been watching um, these these clips keep coming up on my phone and I can't help but watch because that's just what I do. I get easily distracted by things. Um, Monica, Rachel, or Phoebe? Right, <laughs> Phoebe. Yeah, I'm Rachel the whole way. Huh. It's not even close. Jennifer Aniston was like my original like celebrity love goddess. Still is. I don't know. I I don't know if I've ever watched an entire episode of Friends. Uh yeah. I, I don't remember watching the entire episode of Friends, but for some reason I like to watch the like the clips that come up. And I'll watch those. Because a lot of them are like um bloopers. It's pretty funny. Yeah. But I never even thought that show was that funny. Like I just didn't get it. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I probably it's probably because I wasn't in my twenties when the show was on. You know, you know what I mean? Well, there's two things. There's a couple things that are wrong with that show. For one, how do I put this? Women don't get along with each other. Oh yeah. <laughs> there's no way three women would be able to get along with each other for the as long of a run as the show has had. And be friends. And be <laughs> friends. I'm not going to happen. That's one of the first things that's wrong with that show. But then, yeah, but then also, I don't know. That's probably the only thing that I always thought was wrong with that show. Although I will say in the nineties, I would have, it would have been something I would have known about because I was like a teenager and not very experienced in the ways of life. And then, and then you meet my significant other and you try to introduce her to my friends that happen to be girls and, that didn't go well. So I just don't, I, it's just not uh, believable for me. Yeah. Um, Steve RC says a lap or two before the end of the Plex, a main Saturday, Lily said she thought her buggy was broke, but Alex was right by her. And she said she was not going to pull off. Alex is right by me and she didn't quit. She's worried about points. Got to, got to get those points in. Will, do you have any product in your mustache? You're looking dapper. No, I don't. This is all natural. Yeah, I never put anything in my hair either. Um, Jason says the two of us are looking like hipsters, which I think is really funny because I'm wearing a reedy shirt. Not sure if I've ever seen a hipster wear a reedy shirt. But my hair is, I got a man bun ponytail. You look like hipsters? I'm wearing a snap-on shirt. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I'm wearing a shirt because I spent enough money to get a free shirt. (laughs) Uh, bearing options for the 22 T not looking for anything crazy, just better than stock. So we've got, um, Anthony, we can get you these JT bearings that just popped up on a main site and he's got, they've got different levels. So you can do ceramic, which is pretty crazy. That's what I got in my four wheel drive car actually, but there's also different levels of bearings. So I guess the quality between the three of them and there's pricey middle priced and then, and then not, not crazy priced. Hmm. You can also for my truck. Well, can't you also just take bearings, take off the seals, spray them out to get all the oil out of them, and and then well, just go with them? Well, you're supposed to get all the grease out of them. That was the thing, like, back in the day. But now, like, Associated's bearings, they come oiled. They don't have grease in them. Oh. So. Well, I mean, I could tell a difference between my four-wheel drive car before ceramic bearings and post-ceramic bearings. Yeah. It's about as big of a difference as I could tell between pre MIP center center drives and post 
not MIP mod mm-hmm. pre mod drives and post mod drives. I could, I could tell a difference there too. So yeah, I never used to leave in that stuff. And then I'm like, I'll try them. And then I'm like, Whoa, yep. It's a real thing. JF Kansas says he's got a case of teal liquid wrench. You know who else has teal liquid wrench? David fast. David fast. And he brought some with him a couple, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Man, do they? I, I thought about just calling Liquid Wrench. We're like, hello, Mr. Wrench. Um, yeah, uh, still here. Do you have any of that teal? <laughs> like, <laughs> I just want to, I want to try it. Try it again. Should have a charity race for Connor on the 4th. Well, the 4th is Monday. Mr. Mr. Wrench will know who I am. He'll be like, please, know. I don't know which Connor we're talking about here. That caught me. I'm like Connor. What happened to Connor? Because you know, I Connor Herrick, Rob Connor. What were we talking about? Jason I, said we should have a charity race for Connor on the fourth, but I don't know which Connor we're talking about. Even Jason Haley also says factory uses high lead solder, which requires a higher temp. And JF Kansas, that? Jason, and then uh, uh. Uh, ROHS compliance requires lead-free solder. Lead-free solder sucks and doesn't flow like leaded solder. I thought lead solder melted at a was easier to flow, so it was easier to undo. And like when we get a speed control, it has no lead-free solder, and that's why it's hard to get yeah, off of there. I think that's what it says here: is leaded solder melts at a lower temp and flows better. I have a, the solder I have sitting over here is the good stuff. It's lead solder. Mm. Um. Okay. Uh, yeah, Connor Hausch. I wonder what happened to Connor Hausch. I'll have to text him. Is somebody oh. Connor that I don't know about? <laughs> no, his stand from the 4th of July like a few years ago. It's probably... Oh! Unless something, unless something, <laughs> unless something happened. Oh my God, that didn't even... Occur. I was like, what happened to Connor? And then I realized, oh, last last year he blew up his hand. Unless, unless, <laughs> God. <laughs> unless something else happened to him. But like, yeah. No. We have Jeez. like a... We have like a uh, uh, Connor House, uh, was it Pinky and Ring Finger yeah, Memorial he, Race? He blew up his hand. <laughs> <laughs> he blew up his hand. I believe it was last year. Yeah, the two digit Memorial yeah, Race. and uh, he's been driving with one hand, and now he, yeah. he got so used to it that that's just what he does. Yeah, and uh, it's incredible because he drives really good with one hand. The two digit Memorial Race. Oh God, that's funny. Yeah. Connor, really if, you're, if, you're, if you're watching, I'm really sorry that we're laughing at your expense, but that's that's actually a pretty no. funny idea. We should... Uh, oh, man. Anyways. <sighs> Emerson just got done with the track. He just posted pictures 12 minutes ago. Nice. So nice. I got all these front tires mounted, too. Nice. I got to start mounting up rears so we can get them broken in. Mm-hmm. All right. Well... I think that's it. I'm going to, we got to go. I've got a fishing date planned with my son and, and my, uh, and his cousin. So nice. Um, guys, don't forget this show is always brought to you by pivot lending group. You can find them at pivotlending.com. Make sure you mention our show to Don Zoller or Aiden Olson's dad and, uh, get yourself $500 lender credit or 0.125 off your interest rate. If you go through with a home loan or refinance, that's kind of a big deal. The show has been brought to you weekly because of that. Uh, scheduling announcement. My sister's actually on vacation next week. 
so there will be no Monday show. So don't freak out. Don't text me in the middle of the night. Um, nothing's wrong. We just, uh, they're going to be gone. So we're going to be gone. So we got another Monday off. We, um, and, uh, um, that being said, I think, is it this weekend or next weekend? Did I work today? No. No. Monday. Oh, it's only the 13th. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Cause next Monday I work anyways. So probably will work out just fine. Oh man. So anyways, so, uh, just, just be aware. You know, nothing, nothing too major. If you're on Patreon, hopefully we'll be releasing my dad's interview that day. So it'll make up for it. So. Okay. I'm going to bail. All right. Nice talking to you. Nice racing to you Saturday. Almost Saturday. Yeah, we had, a, we had a good race. Yeah. yeah, we did. I had you and then I made a mistake and then, and then you had you me. Would, and you went ahead. I almost you had you. Yeah, you well, almost and had it. Yeah. things right yeah <laughs> tell karen hi when you go fishing there was a i had a karen uh i had a karen a couple weeks ago my my wife and i yeah there's no fishing here and we're like well we're not fishing here so mind your own business <laughs> why does everybody keep calling me karen <laughs> yeah well, thanks karen all right okay see you guys bye guys thanks for watching Yep, thank you. Thank you for being here.